0: covering off all these areas that Walmart or Amazon's trying to do, but Walmart's actually got, in my opinion, anyways, a much better approach. They're winning the battle there. Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing how to scale on Walmart and get into the actual store. So we're going to be discussing about how to rank on Walmart, how to get your products into the stores, and how to evaluate if expanding your brand on Walmart is right for you. Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. All right. Today, espresso shot Wednesday. One sec. Hmm. Perfect. Today, we're going to be discussing scaling on Walmart, the Walmart marketplace, and getting into the actual bricks and mortar stores. Our guest has been selling online since early teenage years, during which he managed to build an eight-figure business on Amazon. He is uh, He's the co-founder of Engaging, an incubator that develops omni-channel category-defined brands, which are sold at Walmart, nationwide. He's also the CEO of Cellcord, a Walmart-approved partner agency and provides services for brands that seek to expand and scale on Walmart online marketplace. And today, this is an old buddy of mine. I haven't seen him for years, bumped into him at SellerCon, Michael Liebar. So uh, we'll get to him in a second. This is the first time on the podcast, by the way, should have been on here a thousand times. But anyways, let's go to a sponsor first. This episode of Lunch With Norm is sponsored by Jeff Schick Legal. Amazon suspensions are very real. But how do sellers like us protect ourselves against these costly suspensions without spending thousands of dollars? For a very low monthly retainer of just $89, get full access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. Mention Lunch With Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Visit jeffschick.com today. That's j e f f s c h i c k.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Uh, welcome, Michael. Hey, how are you doing?
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: Very good, sir. How's it going? Very I've good. uh, I uh, bumped into you at SellerCon. I think it was SellerCon, wasn't it? Yep. Or Cellar BDSS SellerCon, and it was. Well, I haven't talked to you. It, it was the rise. It was um. It was the rise. Rise twenty five or rise.
1: Yeah, rise twenty like yeah, five. Yeah, it was. Ago. That was <laughs> years ago. Yeah,
0: you know it's it's funny because I I tried to figure out when did I get into uh, Amazon specifically. I've been in like I'm a fossil when it comes to e commerce, but when it comes to Amazon, I was trying to work it back. It's been ten years. Is it's it's like that. 10 years gone.
1: Yeah, it goes so fast. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, look, at we got another Walmart crony on here. Carrie Miller from Helium. So how's it going, Kerry? Um, geez, we got a lot of people on here already. And I can see that there's a lot of people already uh, just not commenting, but uh, are viewing. So welcome, everybody. This is a hot topic. Uh, today is interesting because not only are we going to be talking about Uh, ranking and getting onto the marketplace, which I love hearing about, uh, but also uh, into their bricks and mortar stores. So why don't we just start with uh, the Walmart marketplace? Are you, I'm kind of curious with your agency, are you, you're still doing Amazon brands, right?
1: So our agency is exclusively focused on Walmart. Is it? Uh, Yeah. So we're exclusively focused on Walmart. Um, We primarily work with Amazon brands um, and we help them launch on Walmart, but we exclusively do Walmart.
0: Okay. So this will lead to my first question. Why? Okay. Walmart is known to get a percentage of Amazon sales. Uh, they're, they're doing better and they're growing, but focusing on Walmart. Just, just Walmart. I'm kind of curious
1: why. So um yeah so as some of you might know I, my my background started as a seller so I started selling online early in high school was able re- realize that um Amazon gave me the ability to build a pretty significant brand um you know without a lot of upfront capital and once I really I got once I started selling I got really into the brand building process and you know um you know we built a really strong brand and a strong community around our products and I realized we did so much to build this brand and so much to build these, this product line. Let's expand it, right? So we started listing on a lot of other marketplaces. Um, we started discussions with retailers. And what we noticed is, um, you know, a lot of the platforms would bring some sales here and there, but the one platform which was, you know, consistently bringing sales was walmart.com. And we weren't really putting work there. So we're like, what about if I gave the same amount of, the same approach that I gave to Amazon to really kind of crack the code, I'll call it, um, to Walmart? Like, what would that lead to? What I realized is that, you know, we were getting all the top placements and our sales were growing really significantly by just, you know, really addressing all the touch points with Walmart. And we realized is most of the sellers on the platform were just listing their products, mm. but weren't addressing all these touch points um, that really helped us stand out. So um, we were doing that. We started scaling there. Um, we became the number one seller in our category. Um, we had multiple top sellers there. And um, real, I real, I was never planning on getting into the agency space and I realized there was no um, service at the time that really focused in on Walmart and was more of add-on services a lot of times. And um, in my opinion, with Walmart, there's so many specific nuances. So we wanted to really be the experts in it and then focus in on it. So um, yeah, that's kind of how we decided to get into Walmart. And interestingly enough, my own brands evolved to have much more to do with Walmart, you know, and we'll co- talk about that later, but as they expanded, you know, with walmart.com and Walmart stores. So um, yeah, my life has become Walmart. <laughs>
0: That's, that's really interesting. So if we take a look at, let's just take the average Amazon seller. Okay. This is, I'm going to ask you a question like how long is a piece of string? I know that's the answer. Okay. Or that's the question, but the average Amazon seller, if they're looking at Walmart and Walmart's not accepting everybody, they're, they're accepting more people, but they're not accepting everybody. But if I was an Amazon seller looking at Walmart right now, as an opportunity. If I did my say, if I, if I optimized my listing and understood Walmart, what kind of sales would I be looking at? Hey, on average. Yeah.
1: So obviously, it's a hard question. It depends on the category. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I would say I probably get that question every day. I would say a good number to base off of is seven to twelve percent. Oh, that's right. What I would have said. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, and then that ranges. The biggest indicators of that are what your product, what categories you're in and your product assortment, right? If you have a larger product assortment, it's gonna be much easier to hit those numbers, right? But I would say, you know, if you're a brand that has, you know, one skew, and we see this all the time, they have one skew, let's say a vitamin C serum that does $100,000 a month on Amazon, right? And then you have like another 20 SKUs, um, different types of serums that don't do well on Amazon because, you know, it's really competitive. When you come on Walmart, like it could be very well likely be that a lot of those other SKUs are bringing in the same amount of revenue or more revenue just because, you know, you, you could cap out at some of the sales uh, on Amazon. Like, you know, some of these categories have like, you know, pretty much unlimited potential. But as long as you have a good assortment, we're able to reach those numbers.
0: Yeah. My partner, uh, Mikhail Chapnik, she's um, we, we have a podcast together and she's blown away by sometimes you can have a product that's just not successful or performing really poorly on Amazon. You throw it over to Walmart and it takes off. She's actually seen, we've seen, uh, and it's perfect that you said seven to 12. Um, we will say up to 15, you know, something like that. But it, again, it depends on the category. We've seen, seen some at 30. We've seen some really outperform Amazon and in a big way. So, um, If you're not on it so just kind of getting your 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 feedback on this why is it so important to get on walmart
1: so to me there's a few different reasons i always say my first product i launched on amazon was like workout gloves and if i would have just launched like a few more workout gloves back in the day like i would have been retired um so i kind of say with that at walmart it's like the really early phases um and you already see how fast it's evolving the earlier you get in um, the lower lower cost it is and the more much more advantage you have, right? So that's one big part of it. But the second big part of it is that, you know, you want to diversify. Um, you want to grow your revenue channels. Um, and there's so many marketplaces out there. There's so many different channels out there. When you're trying to focus in on your business, they could become a distraction. So if you're going to focus on diversifying your channels, it should be on one that has the highest potential and Walmart's the fastest growing marketplace. So, um it, that's why it makes the most sense as a next step. And it's the only real contender to Amazon. Um, they're the only ones, you know, with the, the power to really compete with Amazon, but also that are investing in it and heavily investing in competing with Amazon. So, um, you know, it's really early phases. You have first mover advantage still, you know, last year, much more first mover advantage, you know, two, three years ago also, but right now you still have first mover advantage. Um, It's the fastest growing marketplace. A lot of opportunity, and then thirdly, it's the best way, in my opinion, to break into traditional brick and mortar retail, Um, and that's where it gets really interesting.
0: Yeah, I've actually I've talked to Carrie about this, but like one of the reasons, and we both agreed on this. I think we both agreed agreed on it, Carrie. Tell me if I'm wrong. But one of the really great approaches, and one of the things that I like about uh, um, Walmart, is their omni-channel approach like their project glass and that's being able to hey i'm the consumer i can go to the grocery store or i can go to walmart and pick it up i can have curbside assistance where you know they pick the orders and i can pick it up they can deliver it to my house or i can just deliver i could go to basically wfs or i could pick I, i could select it and have it uh like prime delivered over to my house at my convenience so they're really covering off all these areas that Walmart or Amazon's trying to do, but Walmart's actually got, in my opinion, anyways, a much better approach. They're winning the
1: battle there. Yep. for sure. What are your
0: thoughts on that?
1: I think the omni-channel um, component is so important. Um, And, you know, Walmart's been putting so much of a focus on that. Um, And just, you know, also Target's been, you know, working a lot on omni-channel shopping, but, um, Walmart's really the leader in that. And um, they've really taken a lot of steps to make sure that that omnichannel channel experience is really seamless. Um, you know, even as far as like, you know, the things that they've been doing with Walmart connect, which has been their advertising um, with their advertising company, they've really, um, you know, expanded it to be much more of an omni-channel approach. Walmart connect used to be, you know, just for, you know, larger advertisers. Now it's opened up to all advertising. But, you know, the really large vendors need to use Walmart Connect and then the really small, newer vendors need to use Walmart Connect. So um, they're really somewhat different touch points of their business. They've kind of tied it into being an omnichannel approach. And because of that is if you do well on .com, then it, that's why, you know, it could help lead into stores um, because they're trying to push that omnichannel initiative. Around, I think it was two years ago, Walmart used to have two separate buying teams. They used to be a buyer for fitness. Dot com and used to be a buyer for fitness in stores. It might've been three years ago by now. Um, and as of that switch, they basically um, just merged the buying teams and the buyer that's responsible for in-store is also responsible for online. And that's really what the initiative of trying to build a op- much more of an omnichannel approach, the same initiatives that they're pushing in-store they're trying to push online. Um, and that's why those same buyers are responsible for those assortments. Um, and they're very aware of their assortments online. They're very aware of their assortments, um, in their category.
0: Okay. Uh, first of all, I just want to go, whew, Carrie agreed with me. <laughs> 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 you know, if, if, uh, if not, I, I would have been sweating here. Okay. So let's talk about evaluating and the evaluation process, your brand you're selling on Amazon, you're doing okay. Okay. let's say you're an intermediate because they don't want new sellers. But let's say you're an intermediate to an advanced seller. How can you evaluate whether you should be going over onto that platform?
1: So the best few indicators are, number one, do you have an assortment? Right. And Walmart has this in kind of their guidelines, if they're going to be accepting you, but it's also important just if it's worth putting your time there is if you have an assortment, right? If you have multiple products, it's much easier to make it worthwhile to invest your time in Walmart. That's number one, the larger your assortment is, the better the opportunity is usually. Um, So that's number one. Number two is, um, are you already somewhat successful on Amazon? And you could be not successful on Amazon and still be successful on Walmart. Um, But most of the time, it's if you're going to start diverting your focus, um, you should make sure that you're already somewhat successful on Amazon um, because it's just there. the opportunity is obviously a little more capped when it comes to the dot com side of things, at least on Walmart. So, um, you know, you want to make sure that you already have, you know, also just because it's much harder to invest in. If you're investing already if you're successful on amazon you're already investing in inventory you already have good supply chain you already have a lot of those necessary things it's somewhat of a no-brainer but very hard to you know order products specifically for walmart and make you know decisions based on that um, especially early on not knowing what those sales will be um and then the uh, next thing is like what categories are you in now most of the time you know for most categories there's still enough opportunity where it makes it worthwhile but some categories are much stronger than other, right? If you're in supplements, it's gonna be very difficult on that, on walmart.com. Um, and if you're going into it, there should be more specific reasons why you're going into it, right? If you have a vitamin C gummy that's more expensive than the average gum, vitamin C gummy, likely you're, it's gonna be very difficult on Walmart. Um, and on, you know, uh, on, other um, with other categories you know it's something what of a no-brainer like if you're in appliances and accessories um you know there's a lot more volume there for a seller like yourself so um you should just evaluate a little bit on your categories and then um i i say at this rate it's like for most people it's worthwhile investing and in getting on walmart it doesn't cost so much meaning it doesn't cost anything to to actually open an account and get started but um it costs some time and resources but for most it is very rarely look at brands like oh you're not a fit for walmart at all um and i think just if you kind of understand your products understand the category and um as long as you're not something super super competitive on walmart then you're mostly fine and super competitive on walmart is a lot of times like the ones that are dominated by in-store brands so supplements it's not that you can't outrank them you probably could it's just that it's such a strong category for in-store items that those in-store items are going to be pinned and they're going to always be in the top. So it just makes it a little more difficult.
0: Okay. One of the things that you were talking about, uh, and I, I'm not quite sure if this would fit in, but one of the things that I preach, you were talking about, you know, price with these gummies, but Perception is a, I love talking about perception, customer experience, you, you know, so you can go out at the highest priced on Amazon and really compete depending on your product, the category, but you can still compete and make significant profit. Walmart's got a different philosophy. So if I have the same product, if I'm trying to go out with high perceived value and high, um, uh, a better customer experience, can I still put my products on Walmart or is it lowest price, you know, the old roll, roll back uh, prices? Is that what people are looking for? Because I do know the demographics on Walmart, surprisingly enough, are middle to upper income, which was a shock to me. I didn't realize that, but uh, it, that's, that's what it is.
1: Yeah, so that's a great point. Um, Yeah, people um, a lot of times have this perception like Walmart is obviously, you know, it's all about value. Um, That's their tag lines and, you know, everyday low prices. So people are always like, you know, my product's a little more expensive. I can't succeed. And we see premium products do well all the time on Walmart. Um, You know, I, I think what's really important is, yeah, how you make how you perceive your product and how you make customers perceive it. Um, there's so many things you could do with Walmart now to help, you know, your product stand out, Reach media just got relaunched, which is basically Walmart's version of premium A plus content. And if you have really strong images, strong videos, strong, enhanced brand content to really tell the story of your product, there are shoppers there who are going to pay premiums and we, in a lot of the products we sell in a lot of the categories, we are the more expensive product. Um, so it's just a lot about how you position yourself certain categories. It's going to be much more difficult to do that. reason why I brought up supplements is when you're, a, you know, um, a lot of times on with supplements, it's just, you know, it's a lot about trust and people already, you know, they have the brands that they trust in supplements mm-hmm. and it becomes difficult, especially just because those products are so big in stores that Walmart makes sure that the top of the pages are usually, um, mainly showing those products. But we have seen a lot of brands be very successful with supplements. It's just, um, you know, it's a lot about how you make customers perceive your product. And I, I, I have said that the really cool thing about Walmart.com is ever since they mer- they did that merge where it used to be two separate buying experiences um, for the in-store products and, uh, and the online products, you're really competing with these really big name brands, but they don't really put, they don't have the resources to really put the time and effort to really be worried about where on the page they're listed. And they don't know how, as Amazon sellers, we're a little more accustomed to, you know, fighting for our placement on the grid and fighting for our, our search results placements. We're keeping close track of our keyword rankings and all those things. And we're able to a lot of times outrank these really large conglomerates that have, you know, these products rank the top positions. We're able to outrank them they just by good strategies and tactics. And then now all of a sudden you're in front of these shoppers, um, you know, right in front of them. And as long as you tell a good story of your product, like you could win that customer over that has bought, let's say you sell toothpaste has bought crest toothpaste forever. There is a good chance you could win them over just because you're going to show, you could show on top of them in search results when people write the toothpaste um, just by being really on top of your search rankings.
0: I just want to go back to something that you're talking about rich media. So Walmart for some reason got away from it. We, uh, like they used to have third party hosting companies that handled all their rich media. Uh, they took it away. Uh, like you said, they just brought it back Can you explain the advantages and why you should be looking at rich media? And just in case some of our listeners don't know what rich media is, do you want to just explain that?
1: Yeah. So to start, rich media is basically um, A-plus content. uh, It's equivalent of A-plus content for Walmart. So spots on your listing, you're able to have creative content, which is sorry, where you're able to have a video um, and an enhanced description um that has which is basically like EBC. um you're able to have a 360 view image on your on your listing um and then you're able to have an interactive tour tour which is to be like an image of your product and then people could click on certain parts of it and it could expand different details about it and then you're able to have faqs and a document upload um i'm pretty sure those are all the rich media modules now rich media was walmart always had rich media um for a while and then they they when they redid their site there was a lot of functionality issues with bringing it back so it took them a while to bring it back now they brought back video m360 first now video 360 you could always you could do through for for free You used to always be able to do it for free but you have to do it through like a, a certain upload now there's a way to do it within seller center but um um for all the rest of the modules you have to use a provider to host them um and we host Rich Media for thousands of listings. And the um, what we do with that is, is and why it's so important is, you know, especially now it's with Amazon and it's with Walmart. There's so many ad placements, so many other products showing on your product page, and you want to do as much as you can to just own as much of that real estate. Number one and number two is, you know, to really tell your story. So leveraging um, enhanced brand content is so key to tell your story. What's really cool about Walmart's enhanced brand content which is called feature set is that it's similar to premium a plus where you're able to have videos within the within the description as well. So you could have a pretty cool description add in videos there, add in images. Um, you can even add in links to other products on Walmart from within there. So there's a lot of flexibility. Um, and yeah telling your your story of your product is so important. On Walmart, your sales are and your ranking is very strongly based on conversion rates. And when somebody clicks on your listing, you want to make sure you're doing everything to get them to add to cart. And that's why it's like, we focus so much on the conversion rate touch points, like what's going to make the conversions really strong, like what's going to make somebody click on your product and what's going to make them add it to cart. And all those things are so important, obviously, in general, but specifically for Walmart, just because your sales are your sales rank is so your rank is so strongly based on conversion rate, not as much sales volume. Amazon it has a strong win on sales volume, Walmart has a much stronger rate on conversion rate, then it's gonna make a really big difference.
0: So I know you do the uh, some third-party hosting for a bunch of different brands, but just in general, what can a seller kind of expect? Is there a, a price range? Like, is it gonna be really overly expensive for um, new sellers to afford? Is it affordable, uh, yep. what can we expect?
1: Yeah. So the way we do it is it's, um, $10 a month per parent SKU. So all the variations are free. Um, and that includes all the modules. So you get, um, video 360, um, 360 images, um, feature sets, which is EBC, um, um, document upload. If you want to use that FAQs. Um, and then I think I'm missing a couple. Um, but yeah, you get, um, all, the, and you can upload a bunch of videos. Um, and yeah, it's all, for $10 a month per skew. And it's, um, when you could turn it on and off. So like certain months, you want to have it on you're running out of stock, you're running low on stock. You want to turn it off. You could just pause it. There's a portal where you could just turn it on and off.
0: So anybody can afford it. It's 10 bucks a month. month. Oh, yeah. All right. Very, very good. So we're at the bottom of the hour. And if you're new to the podcast, I see there's a bunch of new listeners, listeners on here. Um, if we're at the bottom of the hour, um, this is the time where you can enter the wheel of Kelsey it's hashtag wheel of Kelsey tag two people. You get a second entry. Michael's uh, providing a really awesome uh, giveaway today. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. So the giveaway for today is um, a full free Walmart listing optimization. And um, anybody who's worked with us in the past knows like a key of what we do is fully restructuring your listing to be optimized for Walmart. Um, where we'll actually do a bunch of keyword research specifically for what search volumes are strong on Walmart, rewrite titles, descriptions, key features that are well optimized for Walmart, but just as important, just as that's important, we'll also work a lot on the attributes in the backend fields of Walmart, which are such a big part of Walmart. Um, Walmart has style guides for every single category and subcategory, which is basically how they base, how they want listing structured. And some of them are over a hundred pages long. Um, but Walmart has a lot of requirements for how they want things structured. So we take a lot of that into consideration as well as um, general optimization best practices for Walmart and write well-optimized listings. So we're going to be giving away today um, a free full listing optimization for um, for one oh, person.
0: I thought it was every listener. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So it's a great, a really great giveaway. So hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Uh, tag two people and you'll get a second entry. We'll do that at the top of the hour. And this is going to be a little shorter than uh, normal. We've got a hard cutoff at 1255 today. All right, everybody. So we'll be back in a second. Kelsey, uh, another word from our sponsor, please. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Wow, I keep a keep thinking I could do something for 15 more seconds. We've shortened up all the ads and <laughs> it catches me usually when I'm trying to do something, but uh, all right. Now let's talk about like, let's change it over a little bit. The the, the second part of the podcast is going to be, well, we'll talk about the questions in a second. So by the way, if you do have any comments or questions, throw them over in the comment section. I already see we have a few that are, have come in, uh, get them in as soon as possible because uh, it is a shorter podcast today, but we're going to be talking about optimization or what we should look for and getting into the stores. So why don't we start off with um, making sure that your product or your, yeah, your product is ranking. What can people do to help get right? Uh, uh, let's try that again. It is a Wednesday. I should be on the ball today. But how can, how can sellers get their product listing optimized?
1: What should they be doing? So great question. So there's a few components to it, right? So um, I'll do it in steps. Yeah. Um, basically, first step is structure, where it's make sure that your product type, category, and category paths are optimized. Now, if you go into your listing and grow, um, every one of your listings, um, you'll see the you'll see the product type that it's under. Sometimes things can get moved in the wrong product type and categorized in the wrong product type, and it's gonna be very difficult for you to rank for certain keywords if it's in the wrong or not optimal product type. So if that's the case, you open up a case with seller support to actually get that solved. Um, you could actually do it directly um, in on um, just choose the right product type. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time for it to switch. So we like opening cases. But regardless, just making sure that your product type, category, and category path are optimized. Um, and then um, once that's all done well, your listing right, you want to make sure that it's optimized well. Um, you want to make sure you have a good listing quality score. Um, Most of your content and discoverability listing quality score is broken up in three components, Um, offer score reviews and ratings, and then content and discoverability content and discoverability is the, is the most um, is, um, is, is one of those ones that has a lot of components to it. Um, But one of the biggest components is attributes. So you're going to, I think 70% of the content discoverability score is based on attributes. So you're going to, there's so many fields of attributes and people a lot of times are like, "Oh, that doesn't apply to my product so much. That's not so important." You just want to fill out as many of those as you can because it just helps you get indexed for much more. Um, so you just want to make sure you're doing, you know, the best effort forward you can as regards to listing optimization. Now, obviously, there's a lot of, you know, um, uh, there's a lot of requirements for how Walmart wants their titles, descriptions, and key features um, done. So make sure you just look at you know, those requirements, I'm not going to go too much into that. Cause it's mm-hmm. a whole lot of conversation about listing optimization, but once that's all done well, you're going to want to make sure in order now you're going to be able, your listings, you know, could get indexed. Well, it is, it should be indexing. Well, now it's about getting it ranked. Um, there's something really important to understand is Walmart's very strongly based on conversion rate. So you're going to want to make sure that, especially when you have a new listing, that the traffic you're sending to that listing is really high converting traffic, right? If you're sending very high converting traffic, you're going to rank really quickly because similar to how Amazon has a honeymoon on Walmart, a new listing has zero conversion rate. When you're If you're sending 10 people to purchase it and all those 10 people are buying, now you have, or even adding to cart for the most part, um, now you have 100% conversion rate. Um, so, that can, you know, when you have a listing that's been on for a while and has an average conversion rate of 10, 15%, it's gonna be much harder to get that ranked really well. Um, so you're going to want to make sure you're sending really high converting traffic um, to the listing. Now, there's a few ways we do that. Number one, if you have a group or family, friends, if, um, you know, getting them to go to the listing, adding it to car, purchasing, um, that's all going to be very helpful. But um, secondly to that, in a more scalable way, advertising now walmart advertising works really efficiently if you're doing it properly um a few key things with walmart advertising and leveraging it for rank is that you want to be bidding on the right keywords you don't want to be spending a bunch of you know doing a bunch of auto campaigns that are are you that are spending on a lot of you know not so relevant keywords because it's just not going to help your conversion rates um you might be getting a bunch of clicks but it's not going to be helping your conversion rates so you're going to even though most the conversion rate is very strongly bit weighted based on the keyword that's being used. Um, but it, there's still an overall, um, conversion rate impact that goes on. So if you're bidding spending a bunch of clicks from these keywords that are converting very low, even though it's low cost, it's still not worth doing in the beginning. Um, so you're going to want to make sure you're doing targeted campaigns for that. And then, you know, really paying close attention to your ads with Walmart. It's really important that there's so much opportunity with Walmart ads, but you don't want to get caught in the trap of spending on keywords that have you know very low opportunity and chance what you'll see on walmart is there's be a lot of really good keyword opportunities where you're paying minimum cost per click but then there's going to be keywords where you're going to be spending a lot because some of these brands will have like crazy bids on some of these keywords because they're in stores and they have a certain requirement of how much you have to spend on advertising on walmart.com so they just put up these crazy bids if you just want to make sure you don't get in the Caught in the trap of bidding on some keywords where they're going to be super expensive um and then you know you're going to want to really make sure your conversion rate um touch points are really thought through you're going to want to make sure that number one you have reviews on your listing um you're going to want to make sure your price is good we like doing promo pricing a lot of the time um and promo pricing you could upload a promo file but it'll just show it crossed off and it could show the your new price in green, it helps getting click-throughs a lot, even if the pr- discount is very low, or even if you just put inflate the price a little bit and put the promo price as your real price. Um so different small things you could do like that for conversion rate are going to make a really big difference for when you're sending that traffic to help it really convert. Um, but it's really not as hard as people think to get ranked in top placement I on Walmart. So if you have small groups of traffic you could send to the listings, if you run really strong, tightly managed campaigns, um, you're going to see you're going to be able to rank pretty quickly.
0: So, and you are talking about reviews and getting reviews, especially if you have a Shopify store so easy that you can import it in. Uh, Walmart does have uh, something called the uh, review syndication where you could just upload the CSV file, right? Just have to map the fields. And then exactly, there's the, yeah. there's the accelerator the program.
1: Is, yeah. So the only thing to that is that just make sure they're not Amazon reviews. Most people, now i see that they have amazon reviews and they move it over to shopify and then they shopify upload yeah most of the time walmart's been flagging that um and they've been able to to scan if those reviews are on amazon and then they'll uh, kind of remove those um so at least on your first upload just make sure they're not amazon reviews
0: right and they have a program called accelerator and uh it's not it's similar to the vine program but it's not 30 reviews you can get five reviews and uh You know, it's always good to have a few reviews. So if you don't have that and you don't have an e-commerce site, um, it's it's well worth it just to get the five up there to show that you have some reviews. All right. Now, the big question of the day. How do you get from the marketplace over to the gold mine?
1: Exactly. So that's my favorite topic. Um, So um, what people I'll, there's a few different things to keep in mind, right? Walmart is the largest retailer in the world. Obviously there is so much revenue that goes to Walmart and Walmart stores are obviously drive a ton of traffic. Now I've, I'm on the personal opinion that if you're a newer brand or uh, emerging brand, I'll call it, and you don't have national recognition, retail is very difficult, right? Because you could get on shelf at a store. There's a lot of cost to get on shelf at their store. You usually have to pay slotting fees most emerging brands can't afford it. Number two is once you get on shelf, a lot of retailers don't have the foot traffic um, to really support um, people just finding your product and buying it. So once you get on store, you'll eventually get pulled off because there's not enough foot traffic there. In my opinion, Walmart is one of the only retailers where as a new brand that people don't know your products, you could be put on shelf and still sell through. Um, and that there's a few key components you have to do to be able to be successful with that. But number one, Walmart does not charge slotting fees, right? So, um, when you launch at CVS, you're likely going to have to pay anywhere from one and a half to three units per store per SKU of the first low of the channel fill order. So when CVS orders from you, our products are at CVS. When CVS orders from us, um, for the first time and, or any new product, we have to basically, give those initial products away for free. And that cost because you're also paying the CVS margin on those products. Um, so um, with Walmart, they don't have those fees. So it makes it you know much more of a reality for brands and um, for emerging brands. Now, the way you do it is like this. Walmart has clearly said that they want to make in-store purchasing decisions based on dot com performances. So it's a ready initiative that they're pushing. And because we said earlier that the same buyer who's in charge of the .com assortment is also the person buying for in stores. If you do very well on .com, you're constantly showing up in top placements, you're spending on advertising, you're enrolled in WFS, your buyer most probably knows about you and has been keeping an eye on your product and knows your product and knows your brand. Now, for the, you might think like, oh, I'm only doing 20, 30, $50,000 a month in sales on Walmart.com, um, why would they take me in store? Um, And even though it's, you know, a brand doing 10,000 on walmart.com might be doing a million a month in store for them, for Walmart, it's still an indication that you as a, as a supplier have been putting the effort forward to work on.com to optimize.com to give it the right respect. And in addition to that, they have some proof of concept that customers are resonating with your product, even though it's not at the scale of in stores, they still see customers are resonating with your product. It's enough of an incentive for them to kind of take the leap of faith. Um, and decide to potentially start working with you. Um, so that's how we did in my brand. One of my brands that um, I got into stores, there's two, but one of them that um, I got into stores that's actually currently live on shelf nationwide is called 2x4 in the hardest category, in my opinion, which is supplements, OTC, Department 40. Um, and if you look at the shelf there, it's basically. Mostly, most of the brands there are either owned by Procter and Gamble, Unilever, or like It. Like it's mostly the conglomerates that own most of the brands there, and there's a few emerging brands there. Um, and the question is, like, as an emerging brand, how could you convince the buyer to put your product there? Um, and what we did is, we came with to the buyer with in a meeting, and we're basically like, look, we're the top performers on Walmart.com. We we've done WFS. We use Walmart Connect. Um, you know, customer, this is how customers at Walmart, you know, show that they like us. Now we took it a step further and we're like, we understand that your shelf space doesn't have a lot of room. Right. And what's really important is you have to really think about from the buyer's perspective, right? What we did is we walked into store, into the store. We looked at the aisle. We saw what space there was, how the aisle structured. Um, and then based on that, um, crafted our pitch. And it's really important to understand your category, to understand you know, what you're trying to pitch and then come to the buyer with something that really makes sense for them. Um, what we did is, it's a much longer conversation, but um, basically reformatting a product, um, reformatting a version of our product that we knew could work much better at Walmart. So even though at Walmart.com, we were selling a $25 supplement, we realized at Walmart that wouldn't work as well on the shelf. Um, so we came to the meeting with a prototype of a product that was $9.95 that was much smaller so they could fit it on the shelf much better that was in a box that could work on walmart some of their shelves have pushers so it's like a mechanism that every, every time somebody picks up a product it pushes it forward so you're going to need to have a box that works with that right um originally a product wasn't sold in a box that worked in a pusher and if you come very well prepared for the buyer you'll be really surprised on how much chances are taking on emerging brands and you might not get all stores but very likely they'll give you a test with three 500 or 1000 stores um and yeah so i would say you know there's it's a road but by really taking the time to really do well on marketplace you're putting yourself in front of the buyer and once you're in front of the buyer there's a lot of things you could do to make sure that you're well positioned to get into store
0: all right very good uh, lots of information there yep. okay so looking at the time Kels, we better get into the questions
2: Okay, and if we uh, run into the questions a little late, um, we'll just do the giveaway without you, Michael, so we can get you out of here in time. Um, Okay, first question is from AMZ Elites. We are a UK entity. Is it better to open US entity in order to sell in Walmart or it doesn't matter too much?
1: So Walmart does have international application process. It's usually much more difficult. Um, I would open a US entity and sell into the US entity.
2: All right, short and sweet. Okay, next one is from Bassey. Uh, I heard Walmart denies when applied with the Gmail. Um, mine was uh, denied. Uh, any suggestions on how to reapply? So good question.
1: Um, Gmail is not an official X on your application, but it definitely has a weight, a weight to your application. So it's probably that associated with a couple other things. Um, but I wouldn't do a new application. You could submit an appeal on your current listing. We help brands with appeals, and there's other service providers as well that do it. Um, you could reach out with your details, um, but you could just submit an appeal. It, you would have to look at the application to see if there's anything that you could structure a little bit differently, but don't do a new application because then they'll they'll both get stuck.
0: Yeah, I've had that happen by the way. Uh we did that and it's almost impossible to get them unstuck. So we
2: made that mistake. Yep. Okay, next one is from Neil. Uh, So if we are a new brand with only one product, are you saying we should not apply to sell in Walmart? What is the threshold number of products uh, when we should apply? Is it three, five, 10, 20 products?
1: So I would say it's always worth opening that account um, and getting your product listed. Um, There isn't really... Um, it it's low, obviously it doesn't cost anything to get an account open and it, it might be more difficult to get an account later on. We don't know if they're going to loosen up the process or tighten up the process, but it doesn't hurt to open the account and listing your product. Um, when I say like what brands it's really worth forward investing in Walmart, I mean, by investing in Walmart means like putting a lot of your time and resources into, you know, figuring it out, optimizing and managing it. But it's almost a no brainer to open that, get the account open and list your products.
2: All right. Okay. And our last question is from red. Uh, let's see, does Walmart compete with our products under the name and sell them for less price like Amazon?
1: So Walmart has their own in-store brand, but Walmart is a very big believer in partners, um, and supplier partners. Um, so, you know, their business is not like to find your product copied and then do it itself. Like they like working with vendors and partners, even though they have their own in-house brands. Um, but their own in-house brands are all, all, oftentimes structured to be very different than the brands that they carry from other, from other suppliers. Um, so they don't rip off your product and sell it. Um, the products that are in stores, though, are going to have priority in how they're ranked. Um, you know, uh, Understandably so, they bring much more revenue to the business. Um, and there are a lot of times brands that are much more trusted. But um, Walmart doesn't really operate like that, in my experience with them.
0: All right. I think we got through everything, Kels.
1: Yep, that's it.
0: Perfect. You're going to be able to stick around and see the Wheel of Kelsey, Michael.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. See the winner.
0: All right. Just before uh, we go to the wheel, uh, last chance to uh, get uh, get an entry at hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. If you tag two people, you'll get a second entry. So we'll just give that a second, and then we'll go over to the wheel. So Kels... Why don't we do the uh, the intro a- intro and then we'll, if anybody's uh, uh, put any new entries in, we'll add them then.
2: Okay. We're just going to throw it over to an ad read first and we'll yep. get right on it. This
0: episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Shergo sure Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? Surego Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With Surego Marketing, you can build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit SuregoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now, let's get back to the
2: show. All right. All right, here we go. Here is the Wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. All right, so we got lots of entries today. Uh, We do this every single podcast. So if you uh, don't make it today, you'll come back on Friday and you can enter again. Uh, Let's see who today's winner is. Give it a spin. If you are the winner, please email me kate at lunchwithnorm.com. And it looks oh, like it is. Well, I got it. I was like, Ooh, it almost.
0: Almost, it almost, almost yeah. Faith, you almost got it. <laughs> All right, Rad, congratulations. Uh, you're going to like this one. And we made it, we did it. You're off the hook.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. And yeah, we'll definitely um, be in touch. And if any right. questions, reach out to me.
0: Okay, very good. And we will put your information. Oh, we... do you have time to give your contact information, Michael?
1: Yeah, um, my contact information is michael at Um, Or you can just also connect with me on LinkedIn, Michael webhar You can see me on LinkedIn and just message me. I'm um, usually pretty responsive. So yeah, any questions, random questions, Walmart, anything, just let me know fantastic all right well thanks for coming on it was a great uh,
0: podcast I thought it was great uh, I think a lot of uh, people learned a lot from you today so thanks again Michael want more great information don't forget to subscribe by clicking here also if you want to check out our latest podcast click over
2: here